Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue. Every relationship begins with you, the podcast. How are you today or this evening or this morning, this afternoon, wherever you are in this beautiful world? I hope you're doing well and today we're going to get right into it. Today's episode is who are we? Who are we? Who are people that come from dysfunction, abuse, um, chaos, dysfunction, abuse, and chaos, right? Who are we? Who are all of these adult, you know, children of dysfunctional families that I'm always speaking of, right? Who, you know, where do they live? How much money do they earn? You know, what kind of problems do they have? Who are these people anyway, right? Because, you know, that's all I, I, I really do um, believe wholeheartedly that our issues in life stem from dysfunctional childhoods. Can we blame blame it on the childhood if we stay stuck throughout our entire life? Absolutely not. And there is that road that must be traveled, you know, in between the childhood and you to um, you finding the ability to live up to your highest potential. And without traveling that road in between, you will stay stuck in the childhood dysfunction without a doubt, no doubt about it, right? So, um, you know, we're not, we're not just victims of alcoholics or child abusers or spouse beaters. You know what? A lot of us become alcoholics, addicts, child abusers, spouse beaters, ourselves, whether we are female or male. And, you know, we, we operate in this world a lot of the time of extremes, right? And so this pendulum swings to one extreme to the other. And if when, when, when we're really tired of it, um, you know, on the swing to the right, then we swing to the left. And instead of, you know, um, instead of stopping and saying, okay, I want to get off of this, this, this swing, right? <laughs> I, I don't like this roller coaster, this ride, this whatever you want to call it. I want to get off. We continue to stay in that uncomfortable zone until something makes us un so uncomfortable that we need to get out. Um, so you know, let let let's let me go now through some lists of who we are. Well, um, many of us are afraid of people, especially authority figures. Um, some of us are people who despise religion or despise atheism. Remember extremes, one extreme to the other. We are people who have only anger or only sadness or only fear or only smiles. One or the other. Swing to the left, to the right, to the right, to the left, right? Um, we um, are people that who hit skid row and feel like we finally belong somewhere. Homelessness, not that everybody wants to be there, but sometimes, you know what, that feels where they belong. We think of ourselves as empty, right? Or we feel ourselves into chaos, that um, we are emotional roller coasters and emotional vacuums, meaning we suck the emotions out of others. We abuse ourselves, but we take care of everyone else. We are migraine sufferer, sufferers, right? Get this extreme migraines, exercise bulimics, exercise to this point of, you know, craziness, high achievers, 
with troubled marriages. Some of us grew up in chaotic families where we were, you know what, weaned on alcoholism, incest, physical, emotional, spiritual abuse. Um, and guess what? Some of us now are paralyzed because of the dysfunction we experienced. Some, because it was so subtle, covert, that we can't even begin to put a finger on what it was that happened to us. And these are the hardest people that I have a hard time helping, is that the ones that will tell me they had a great childhood. And I never dispute that. But if you had a great childhood, why are there all of these issues? So let's say you come from a great childhood and you start drinking too much. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and you realize you're drinking too much. Well, you stop yourself then. You talk to some family, some friends about it and go, yeah, I think it's going to be a problem. So it's time for me to stop. And then you go seek help and you do it. See, it's not that you wouldn't become an alcohol, you know, an alcoholic or maybe addicted to drugs, but you, 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 you have the tools to stop, to look within, to speak to the people around you, and to change it. Okay. So, but when we we're paralyzed with dysfunction and we we stay in that dysfunction, and we we again we can't put the finger on what happened. We stay in denial, and denial keeps us in blame. Denial keeps us in shame and guilt and putting it on to our spouse, our partner, our children, our coworkers, whoever it is. Um, you know, I, I was helping a marriage recently, and the wife insisted she had nothing to do. She came from this great childhood, right? But yet, her marriage had been horrible for 30 years. They both had a part in it, without a doubt, right? But, you know, because you got to look at both sides of the street. But her insistence that everything was fine with her and put all the blame on him. You can't do anything for that person. You can't possibly, you know, the only thing that you can do is the, the, the other partner, the spouse that, is saying, yeah, this is my side. This is what I have done. These are my wounds. Is They change their reactions. They change the way they respond. They heal. And then the spouse comes to the plate or they don't. And if they don't, there will be a successful separation because once you heal those wounds, you can't stay in a polarity of a, a, a dysfunctional, chaotic, abusive marriage. You can't. So, you know... Um, some of us were led to believe that we could only have worth and value if we became, you know, plumbers, doctors, electricians, lawyers, psychologists. You know, some of us walked on eggshells throughout our childhood because the family was poor, the dad worked two jobs, mom raised five kids pretty much by herself, and everyone was tired and on edge most of the time, right? Um, many of us are afraid of, right, um, that somebody's going to die or um, that they're going to demand that um, we live in these isolated worlds within this family that's controlled by the family beliefs and what the outside world is supposed to see. We have depression or we have rage, um, right? We, uh, <laughs> we we abuse ourselves. That's the, that's the craziest part. We're harder on ourselves than anybody else could possibly be. Nobody was harder on me than me, right? Um, some of us have trouble relating to our children. 
Um, some of us can make love, have sex, but we can't get emotionally close. Some of us don't even want sex. We can't have it at all. We get start stuck in our hearts. We never choose. Um, we work ourselves to death for unknown purposes, by the way. We're never satisfied. We fear God or we expect God to do it all for us. We fear or, or hate people who are different. That's a big one. Right? We get into friendships we can't get out of. We get hooked on things. We project our inner conflicts onto our children. And then they grow up same way. Generational trauma. Hello. We don't know why we're here. We suffer as much as we can. We sacrifice our dignity for false security. Um, we demand love. We rarely get it. We wish for things instead of going out and getting what we want or need. It's People that come from dysfunction, chaos, abuse are always wishing and wanting but never having. They don't have the tools to go out and get it, right? Um, we hope for the best and expect the worst and never enjoy the moments. That was one of the, when, on my journey, one of the greatest things that I, I just embraced so much is that I don't expect the worst. And I don't hope for the best. I know the best of every moment will be there. And it's all up to me. Right? Um, we run away when we fall in love. Or we abandon ourselves in the relationship. Right? That's the dismissive avoidant. The anxious preoccupied. The codependent. Which one is it? Right? We smother those that we love. Or we crush those that we love. Or both. We smother them. We crush them. Um, and, and, and this history... Of our actions is this this tide that comes in it comes in and it goes out comes in and it goes out it comes in and it goes out and we grew up to hate our parents a lot of us and then but get, you know and the problem is we had them on a pedestal for so long but then we when we when we they fall from that pedestal instead of looking at them um, reasonably and with um, empathy and compassion and bound but boundaries and also not just boundaries serious boundaries that you consequences to boundaries um, we, we, we end up hating them which never works it never works right um, we feel jealous of our siblings we you know we compare the way we were treated to it the way they were treated um, you know, we hate our overprotective mother or a mom um, that overprotects dad, the dad that overprotected mom, right? We were sexually abused, um, but we blame ourselves, telling ourselves that we should have known better. Okay, come on, right? Some of us had a parent who was chronically ill when we were growing up, right? Some of us had a parent who was mentally ill. Some of us had no parents at all. We are survivors who deep down inside pray that someday... Life will be more than just mere survival. And the best way I can describe it is we are lovers of life um, whose little child is locked inside of us waiting to be set free. And some of us will never experience pure joy, the joy of life. And that makes me so sad. Right? So, and then we develop all of these symptoms, right? And, and the, the symptoms, they're born out of what? Emotional de denial. And they serve to maintain that denial, right? So, um, 
as part of this denial system, what do we do? We give the illusion that we're in control. It's about denying our feelings, you know, um, and these, this denial denies this shame. It keeps us stuck and it blocks intimacy in our relationships, right? So, and these symptoms form as a way of protecting ourselves from what? From the pain that we as children had no power to remove. And I want you to think about that. You had no power to remove that pain. So you had to develop coping mechanisms with your symptoms, right? In order to be able to, um, to survive. And there's the, the, the list of symptoms are so long. But let me let me let me go through some symptoms that are developed, you know, by the adult children, and um, it's the symptoms are basically begging you to pay attention. They're it, it's 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 your your you're being asked to wake up and pay attention and figure it out, so you do not end up in your last day on this earth if you know about it in regret if they give you the diagnosis you have two months three months four months to live and you literally just wasted all of your life so if you have any of these symptoms it's really time to pay attention right depression anxiety panic attacks suicidal thoughts um obsessions Compulsions, chemical addiction, addic addictions, um, low self-esteem, personal uh, personality disorders, which is you know, guess what? Uh, BPD, borderline personality disorder, to me is just an inability to self-regulate emotionally at all. And also, not only that, the BPD has a really hard time looking in, but within and saying, yeah, let me, let me, let me figure it out here. Why can't I emotionally self-regulate? And that's because if they allow themselves to look within, then they would have to admit something's wrong and they can't, right? The narcissistic personality disorder falls in here. Um, sexual dysfunction, hysteria, intimacy problems. You're very suspicious. Um, dissociation. Um, you have difficulty concentrating, excessive anger, very low frustration tolerance, um, extreme dependency, um, inability to play or have fun. That is a childhood symptom for sure. People pleasing, approval seeking, um, identity confusion. You just don't know who you are, right? So then there's the chemical dependency, the eating disorders, um, the tension and migraine headaches, the respiratory problems, digestive problems, constipation, diarrhea, IBS, sleep disorders, muscle tension, TMJ, right? All of those are, are symptoms of childhood dysfunction, chaos. And our body is begging to be heard. Our mind is begging to be um, paid attention to. And so when you are ready to pay attention, and to stop the roller coasters of emotions, to stop the the um, one bad relationship to the next, right? And stop quitting jobs or or you know not getting any pleasure in your job, not finding the success you d deserve in life, worrying about money all the time, um, any of these things. It's time to do something. 
it is time to do something. Um, in the in the link in the notes, um, the the there will be a place for you to sign up for my newsletter, my weekly newsletter. I highly recommend you sign up today. You will start to get immediate help, and um, every week I, I send out uh, twice weekly um, um, emails that will really start to help you move in the way you want to go to really see yourself and to see what's going on around you so you can live that life you desire. Remember, there is that road between childhood and living up to your highest potential. And when you decide to come to that road, that is when you will start changing the identity from the, the one that the illusion that you formed in order to make it through that dysfunctional childhood that you might just keep going on all the way. Sometimes people don't get that identity crisis until they're in their 40s, 50s, 60s. But when you do get to the road that says, okay, we're going we're, we're to explore.